Greetings from Radcliffe, a northern suburb of North Manchester. My name is Jo McKee and I'm the Vicar of St Andrews. It's great to be able to welcome you on this bright and sunny morning to the Church of England online service on the 13th Sunday after Trinity. This morning's service will be led by myself and other members of the church family. So let's go inside and worship together. With God, nothing will be impossible. For he is our God. And the God of salvation is making all things new. Amen. Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy and peace be with you and also with you. We come from scattered lives to meet with God. As we gather this morning online in God's presence, gathering at the beginning of this academic year and at the beginning of this autumn season, let us worship him together. And so we will join together in singing the amazing hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Thou hast been thou for 
we've just joined together in singing the amazing words within Great is Thy Faithfulness about the faithfulness of God. He is the one to be worthy to be praised. Talks about how God never fails. He's faithful. He's compassionate. He is also the God that longs for us to turn back to him, for us to come to him and to repent of those things that we have thought, said and done, but to turn us away from him. And so we come to God in confession. The grace of God has dawned upon the world with healing for all. Let us come to him in sorrow for our sins, seeking healing and salvation. And together we pray. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. And so may the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sins and restore us in his image to the praise and glory of his name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so we have the collect for today. Almighty God, you called your church to bear witness that you were in Christ reconciled the world to yourself. Help us to proclaim the good news of your love, that all who hear it may be drawn to you through him who was lifted up on the cross and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. And so we come to our first reading, a reading from the Old Testament from Exodus. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the father, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians 
and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now, go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you, and this will be the sign to you that it is I who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, the name you shall call me from generation to generation. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So we've heard the reading from Exodus, where God speaks to Moses. And we are called as God's people to come and praise God, to praise him with all our heart, mind and soul as part of loving him. And so we're going to do this in the words of 10,000 Reasons. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like For all your goodness I will keep 
And on that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise taken from Matthew 16, starting at verse 21. Jesus predicts his death. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So we've just had our two scripture readings. And so as we come to look at God's word, let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, and help us to listen to you. And may you speak directly to our hearts and minds. May we be encouraged. May we know of your truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
So the first thing we normally do when we meet people for the first time is ask them, what is your name? And I wonder how you introduce yourself. Now, I mostly introduce myself as Joe. Now, Joe is not my full name, but being, since being in Mr. Price's class in year four, I've always been known as Joe, as he blessed me with that nickname. Recently, I was with a large group of people who seemed to not want to use my shortened name, and they were calling me Josephine, Joanne, Joanna, only one of which is correct. The others, the other names, slightly grated on me because they're not my name. Well, being known and being known by name and your preferred name is important. It's how we build relationships with others and this can be hard in a world that seems quite isolated and individualistic. Well, in our Old Testament reading from Exodus, we have Moses, who, whose name means drawn out. Quite an apt name for someone who's been drawn out of Egypt on two occasions. One of his own doing, and then next time, bringing out the Israelite people, following God's commands. So we join this reading where Moses is tending to Jethro's flock and he's struck by a curious sight, a burning bush, which doesn't seem to be consuming anything around it. Now, thinking about the wildfires that we saw in August on our news, they consumed everything around them and brought much devastation. Indeed, when we were away camping over the summer, one of our cookers caught fire. And rather than wanting to draw near, I just wanted to get away from the heat and the flames out of fear of harm. Here, we read that Moses realised that the fire was different. This fire could be approached. He goes over and God speaks. God speaks his name, Moses, Moses. I wonder how God catches our attention. Now, I don't know how I would respond if I was in Moses's shoes or barefoot as he became. Hearing my name from a bush, hearing my name being spoken by God himself, no wonder Moses was afraid. Well, God identifies himself to Moses with his divine identity. The God of your father, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. And later in the passage, God reveals his name as I am who I am. The great I am. In curiously drawing near, and responding to God's calling of his name. God tells Moses of his mission plan. Now Moses responds with a question, how? And then says, I can't do that. Probably a question, a statement that each one of us might ask and say. 
God simply reassures Moses by saying that he promises to be with him. And we know from being on the other side of the story that God was faithful and delivered the Israelites from the persecution of the Egyptians. However, it wasn't easy for Moses. There were many struggles for him to contend with, but through it all, God was with him. In the passage we've had today from Gospel of Matthew, Jesus says to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Moses' mission was not easy. It was costly, but God promised to be with him. Jesus' mission was not easy. He paid the ultimate cost. We who follow in Jesus' footsteps are called to serve him in his mission, to make Jesus known to the people around us. And this isn't always easy. It can be costly. The promise then is still true for today, but God promises to be with us. For through Jesus' death and resurrection, this is made possible. So as we enter a new season, the new academic year ahead, let us know that God sees us as he saw Moses. He sees you. He sees me. He sees the children starting with new teachers this week. He sees teachers starting with new pupils. He sees students starting to prepare to move away from home. He sees the church congregations starting the autumn term having been through the summer months. He sees when there is change, and he indeed sees when everything remains the same. He sees us. Secondly, God knows us by name, and we are his. It's an amazing truth that we are known by the great I am. It's amazing that he knows me, Joanna, by my full and shortened name. And he knows your name too, even when others don't. And finally, as we faithfully follow him, he promises always to be with us. What might the great I am be calling you to faithfully do in this term or season ahead? How might God be calling your name so that you might make Jesus known to others, to family, friends, neighbours, your neighbourhood? It's an amazing truth that God who revealed himself to Moses is not restricted. It's not enlarged or diminished. It's not changed. He's not controlled by anything or anyone. More incredibly, he loves us so much that he sent Jesus to save us. We who are mere creatures of time and space, he sees us. He knows us by name and he wants us to join in the mission of saving the world for his glory. So let's pray together. Almighty God, we thank you that you see and know us by name. We pray that you would give us confidence to tell others of your love for them but you see and love them too and help us not to be afraid at the cost of following you 
but to trust in you for our daily bread. Amen. And so in responding to God's word, as it settles into our hearts and minds, we're going to sing, Be Still for the Presence of the Lord.
in the presence of God, let us join together in affirming our faith that we believe in God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. So let's join together in these words of truth. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and buried. He descended into hell, and the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From then he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And so we are now going to turn to prayer. Our intercessions for today, praying for the world, for the church, for those going back to education this week, for those whom we know who are sick or suffering or bereaved at this time. So let us pray. As we pray for the church and the world, let us first thank God for the power of his love, which continually surrounds us wherever we are. Father God, we thank you for creating this beautiful world and we are sorry for all the ways in which it is damaged and torn apart. We pray for all those troubled parts of the world where people are suffering as a result of fighting, of hunger and disease and natural disasters. We continue to pray that you would bring peace to Ukraine and Sudan. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, we pray for your church throughout the world. We particularly pray for our brothers and sisters that are persecuted for their faith and love of you. We pray that you would be the light in their darkness and that you would bring them hope. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Spirit of God, at the beginning of this academic year, we pray for all those involved in education. Thank you for those who educate others, those in supporting and facilitating roles, and all pupils and students returning to places of learning this month. Bring them your peace, wisdom, and joy as they start this new season. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We now pray for those in any kind of need. We pray for people who are suffering in body, mind or spirit, and we take a moment of quiet to pray for them. We also pray for those who are bereaved and pray that you would bring them your comfort as they walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
finally. We ask that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit and that we would recognize your presence with us as we go into a new week. May we know your mercy, grace and guiding hand, we pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. So as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So this morning we have heard the call of Moses. We have heard that God sees us, he knows us by name, and he calls us to join in his mission to the world. We have remembered all that God did for Moses and the Israelite people, his faithfulness to them. God, who, is, who was faithful then, is also faithful now. And so as we come to our final hymn, we're going to remember his faithfulness in the words of to God be the glory, great things he has done. So let's join together in this last worshipful hymn, praising all that he has done for each one of us.
So God of our salvation, you have restored us to life. You have brought us back again into your love by the triumph, death and resurrection of Christ. Continue to heal us as we go to live and work in the power of your spirit to your praise and glory. The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, establish, strengthen and settle you in the faith and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with you and those whom you love now and always. Go in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. So thank you for joining us here at St Andrews in Radcliffe in North Manchester, in the Diocese of Manchester. It has been great to be able to join with you this morning. We pray that you'd have a blessed day and above all, know that God is with you.